Welcome back to the TTOT, the Tani Talks OT, the show where in season five we talk a thought of the day, a TOTD, from an OT to stay. OT, of course, standing for occupational therapy, where we try to help people live as independently as possible, as functionally as possible, and as occupationally as possible. And of course, standing for overtime, doing it aside from the normal day job, and of course, trying to be on target, talk, talking different topics, ideas, suggestions, or the like, that hopefully helps you, your family, your friends, or kids, or anyone you may know. I wanted to talk a little sensory. I got an interesting email from the Board of Ed, from the OT department in the Board of Ed, talking about sensory. Of course, we have seven senses in the body. We have touch, we have taste, we have smell, we have sight, we have hearing. And we, of course, also have vestibular and we have the joint in sense. We have the, the, the movement in space. And we have the proprioception, the joint sense of the different parts of the body. So when it comes to sensory, we want to make sure that kids in life have the optimal allowance for them to incorporate their senses into the systems. Of course, Jane Ayers was very big into this in the sensory integration, the SI frame of reference, the frame of looking at different things. And in school and in the home, we want to make sure the kids have this. So if something's too loud, let's lower the disciple. If something's too bright, let's lower the brightness level. If something smells too intense or something is just bothering them, it's too prickly for them to wear, it's too itchy, it's too this, it's too that, too scratchy. How could we help the kids be better and feel better and not have such issues with incorporating senses into the body. And when it comes to intervening with kids, sensory assessment is necessary prior to sensory intervention. The American Occupational Therapy Association, AOTA's Choosing Wisely campaign, emphasizes the importance of sensory assessment to determine sensory systems most affected and sensory vulnerabilities prior to sensory intervention to ensure effective intervention. An idea is to have alternative seating. If a kid doesn't want to sit in a chair, especially in school, especially at home, maybe they could sit in a rocker chair. Maybe they could sit in a ball chair. That's a chair that actually has a ball, like a therapy ball, a big ball to sit on instead. Or maybe they could sit on a stool if they want to do their homework at the counter or at the island. Maybe they want to sit in a different kind of a thing. They want to sit in a beanbag chair to do their homework, whatever. Alternative seating. Systematic review by Grejo et al. in 2020 found that although stability balls are often used to improve in-seat and on-task behavior, standard chairs were found to be more effective than stability balls in the classroom, but there is emerging evidence to support use of stability balls with students with ADHD. I will say each kid is independent and different. Each kid is unique. If they have their needs and they can't sit still or fidgeting, it might be recommended to use a disco sit or a, d a seat cushion or one of those inflatable seat cushions that have the ridges and that have the air to allow them to have a different experience. Or you can use a ball or you can put the bands around the chair or around the desk to give them that movement in space if they need that. Fidgets, especially for the hands. Research has demonstrated the importance of fidgeting movement for students with ADHD. Educate staff and families on how students with ADHD may need gross motor activity more frequently to meet cognitive and academic demands. Rapport at all 2009. Sarver 2015. As research shows that fidgeting increases with time on task, consider offering a fidget midway through a lesson that the student has difficulty attending to. 15 minutes into a 30-minute writing lesson, offering universal fidgets that are always available like a foot fidget tied to the chair. 
Velcro attached to the desk. It may be an unobtrusive suggestion, clearly defining the purpose and rules of the fidget to staff and students, like fidgets should help you learn, fidgets must not distract your peers, can help everyone confidently follow through with recommendations. And then, of course, there's the weighted and compression vests. As research on weighted vests is extremely limited, Positive evidence on the use of pressure vests and weighted blankets is non-existent. Used with caution, Grejo et al. 2020 in an earlier systematic review found insufficient evidence to use weighted vests for children with ASD. From Bodison and Parham, 2018, study with the highest level of evidence and largest sample size for students with ADHD used a vest at 10% of the participants' weight, which is what we recommend, or during the activity, usually 25 to 30 minutes at a time. That the participant was attended to, Lynn et al. 2014. Based on this information, using a vest at 10% of the student's weight, one to two times during the school day, when the student's having the greatest difficulty attending, might be a starting point. And Wilbarger approached the brushing protocol. As there is limited evidence to support this approach, consider alternative interventions first. Although evidence is weak, research suggests positive outcomes when the complete Wilbarger approach is implemented, which includes parent-child education, a sensory diet, and pressure program. Kimball and Benson 2013 recommend that the pressure portion should not be used in isolation. Just some ideas. Sensory concepts, sensory ideas, sensory suggestions that can be used for kids in the classroom or kids at home. Whether it's different types of seating, different types of inputs for sensory, different types of ways that we could get things involved. That would be awesome for kids. Awesome for those in our life and those around us, especially for those of us that have sensory preferences. I know when I'm at weddings or different things or people around me when there's too much loud music is too much for me. The nails on the chalkboard, I don't know if anyone can handle. I definitely can't handle it. Certain textures are too much for me. Everyone has their sensory needs, sensory things. Think about some sensory things for your people in your life, for those around you. Let me know what you think. Maximum TEE at Yahoo.com. This has been the thought of the day here on the TTOT, Tani Talks OT. And I'm your host, Tani.